But I want to take you to what Jesus said in, um, in the Gospels when he was asked, what's the greatest commandment? And he said, the greatest commandment is you shall love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, all your mind. And you can go all the way back to Deuteronomy 6 and 5. Well, 6 and 4 says, Hear, O Israel, the Lord our God is one Lord. 6 and 5 says, And you shall love the Lord your God with all your heart, your soul, your mind, and your strength. So with everything, with all your heart, your soul, your might, everything that we have is supposed to be consumed with loving the Lord. Why? Because our love for Him actually allows us to have the proper love for everything else. So, I recognize that in our own strength, that is impossible. For us to love the Lord with all our hearts, for us to love Him the way that we're supposed to love Him, it's, it's impossible for me to have that kind of love for Him, a selfless love at best i can offer a selfish love which is lord i love you for what you do for me lord i love you because i need you um god i love the benefits that you bring that's in my own strength that's the kind of love that i have for him a selfish love loving him for what he can do for me but he is calling us to love him with a selfless love and the way of the world teaches or, or, or this culture without even discussing it, it, it just is all around us. And we just, the culture we're born into, we just soak it in. And it's self-preservation. Everything is how to preserve ourselves, how to take care of ourselves. It's this me-centered culture. And so we come to God with this me-centered mentality of, okay, I'm going to come to you, but what can you offer me? And when God doesn't treat us the way that we think we should be treated, or he doesn't answer our prayer quick enough, or he doesn't he doesn't uh, move in our lives the way we want him to, we feel like he has forsaken us because that is the self-preservation working inside of us. That is us coming to God because we need him and we desire what he can, the way that he can benefit us. But he has called us to go beyond that. He has called us into a selfless love. Hey there, that's my first hello. Hey, beautiful Kelly. So I'm just talking about how the Lord told us to love the Lord with all of our heart, soul, and might. And how that's impossible in our own strength because we know the way we know to love is is to love in order to get love so we love him in order to get we need to feel his love we desire uh, him in our lives because he benefits us but he has called us to a love that is selfless where we are willing to lose our lives in him rather than coming to him to save our lives. So in other words, it's the kind of love that says, I'll, I'll die for you. It's the kind of love that says, I'm committed to you till the end. I'm not, I'm not just loving you, Lord, for, for the benefits that you can give me and what you can do for me. I'm committed to die for you. I, I am, I am committed to you. I'm committed to suffer 
with you, Lord. I just want to, to be so close to you that I will walk through the fire with you. I don't know that we can have that kind of love on our own. And here's the revelation that the Lord gave me. He literally wants us to depend on him for everything. So when he tells us to love him with all of our hearts, our souls, and our might, he is ready to help us do that. There's nothing that he commands us to do that he is not willing to help us do. Okay? So if he tells us to love him with a selfless love, then he's prepared and ready to help us love him like that. So he just, I felt like the Lord just put this in my heart as so simple. He said, I just want you to simply come to me and say, Lord, help me love you. Help me love you the way you desire to be loved. Help me to love you the way that you want to be loved. And that's what we're going to do tonight in this fight time. I'm just going to pray for every single one of us. And we are going to just bring our frail, faulty selves that we're, we're such human. We are so weak on our own. We cannot, really what can we produce in our own strength? Not much of anything. So all he's asking us to do is just come to him and let him provide our everything. And that even means let him provide the ability to love him the way he desires us to love him. So that's what we're going to do. I'm going to pray with my eyes open just because I don't want anything to happen on my phone and me not know it. So Lord, I come to you right now for myself and for every one of my sisters that is going to be a part of this podcast or this broadcast, this prayer cast, whether it be YouTube or however they join. And I'm asking you, Lord, that you would help us to love you. Help us to love you with all that we are leaving nothing for the world leaving nothing for ourselves literally loving you with all everything because you are the source and if we can love you then you empower us to truly love one another if we can love you then you empower us to truly love our spouses, to truly love our children. So I'm asking you, God, that, that you help every single one of us. We're coming to you. And we are saying, help us, help me to love you, Lord, with all of my heart. Any part of our hearts that are reserved for something other than you. God, help us. Help us to relinquish that into your hands. If there is any part of our hearts that we are not surrendering to you and we've saved it for the world, your word tells us that to love the world means that we're not going to love you because the world is an enemy of yours. And you said, I'm putting a lot of scriptures together here that we can't serve two masters. We can't love both. And so if there's a part of our hearts that is reserved to love the world, then that part of our heart is reserved to hate you. God, we don't want that. So any part of our hearts that's reserved for darkness, I'm asking that you shine your light on it and you dispel the darkness and you help us to love you 
with that part of our hearts. If there's any part of our heart that is pushing you away, exchange our hearts. Exchange our hard hearts for a heart that is responsive to you and a heart that is devoted to you. A heart that is dedicated to you. A heart that literally, when you look at it, you say that is all mine. And I want to say this, ladies, in the middle. Let me hit the pause button on my prayer. Just because you love the Lord with all your heart doesn't mean you're not able to love your children. It's not saying, I want to love you, Lord, and not love my children and not love my spouse and not love the people that I'm supposed to love. It's not saying that. It's literally saying, Lord, I'm going to give you all of my heart. And now you love my family through me. Love the lost through me. You'll love greater when you love with the kind of love that God loves you with. Okay? So we're not choosing here that we have to love the Lord at the expense of our families. It's not that. When we can truly love Him with all of our hearts, then we are able to love our families more because the selfishness is taken away. Okay? So, Lord, help us to love you with all of our hearts. Okay? Now, our soul. The second thing is love the Lord with all your heart and your soul. Your soul is your mind, your will, and your emotions. So let's bring that to him. Lord, oh God, we're women. <laughs> our minds, our wills, our emotions can be all over the place. Oh my goodness. If I let my soul control my life, then there's no telling what I'll look like tomorrow because women's emotions, you know, we can be up one minute and down the next minute, and then the next minute we're back up. Our husbands can barely, and our children can barely read us. We're so complex. We are taking our soul, our minds, our wills, and our emotions, and we're bringing them to your feet, and we're saying, Lord, help us to love you with all of this, with all of my mind, with every part of my will, you have given us free will. Help us to engage our free will and love you with a, with a strong-willed love. To love you with a determined love. Lord, let our, let's see, mind, will, and emotions, God, let us love you with a, with a love that is stronger than our daily emotions. Let us love you. Help us to love you with a love that is stronger than our fear. God, help us to love you. Let our love for you be stronger than our fear. So we can love you with reckless abandon. God, help us to love you greater than our anger. Lord, let your love in us be stronger than our emotion of frustration. Let your our love for you be stronger than our emotions of, of hopelessness. God, we are coming to you with our souls. We're bringing you our mind, our will, and our emotions. And we're saying, help us to love you with all of our souls. And then... The last one is all of our might or our strength. God, I bring everything that I am, and sometimes it's not a lot of strength. 
Sometimes I am extremely weak. I'm bringing it all to you, laying it at your feet, and I'm asking you to help me to love you where I put all of my energy into you, where I put all of my effort into loving you, where I'm not distracted. That way you can help me put everything else in its proper place. Help me to seek you first. That's, that's what that means when we love him with all of our might, with all of our strength. It's all of our effort. It's all of our searching. It's all of our longing. It's, it's, we are seeking him. We are actively pursuing him. God, I need you. I need you to be the center of my life. Help us to love you with all of our might. Because we cannot love you the way that you desire to be loved on our own. So we are simply saying, God, help us to fall in love with you. Now, I just read in a book, and it really got my attention, how Peter denied Jesus as Jesus was uh, being taken away to be crucified. And all of the apostles... They all dispersed. When Jesus was arrested, they all dispersed. In that moment, they loved their own lives more than they loved Jesus. Okay? But you can find that every one of them ended their, when their lives ended, they loved the Lord more than their own life. Okay. So when he was arrested, they loved their own life more than they loved him. And they ran, they dispersed, they ran to save their lives. They went into self-preservation mode, but at the end of all of their lives, even Peter, the one that denied him three times said, I don't even deserve to die like my Lord hang me on a cross upside down because I'm not even worthy to die like him. What changed? How did all of these apostles that were, that loved him, but they loved their own lives more? How did they end their, how, how was it that at the end of their lives, they loved him more than their own lives? It is because they had an encounter with him on the day of Pentecost where the Holy Spirit empowered them, moved into their lives and deposited within them the kind of love that God is desiring. And that is a love that means I, that says, I love you more than I love myself. This is not a popular message because Christianity says, come, come to the Lord and look what all he'll do for you. But this is the real message of Jesus. Love me with all your heart, with all your soul, and with all your might. Fast forward to the book of Revelations and it says, everybody, everybody quotes this. And they that overcame, overcame by the blood of the lamb and by the word of their testimony. But it does not end there. It says, and they did not love their life to the death. When I read that book, it absolutely stepped all over my toes. No wonder Jesus said, if you desire to lose your life, you'll gain it, or if you desire to save it, you'll lose it. He's saying, if you would ever grasp loving me with all of your life, and you lose your life in me, 
then you're going to gain your life forever and eternity. But if you, if you stay in self-preservation mode, you won't endure to the end. Because at some point, you are going to look to save yourself and your fear will always stay stronger than your love for the Lord. So we need, we need that exchange that Peter, Andrew, James, John, Bartholomew, Philip, that they all had. There was an exchange where there, there came a time in their lives where they transitioned out of self-preservation mode into the kind of love that says, I'll lay my life down for you. That's what he's calling us to. And that's what real Christianity is. And we can't do it in our own strength because we cannot help but try to rescue ourselves. So now that you understand that, let's pray again. Father, let your love move into my life. Let your Holy Spirit move into my life and change my heart so that I will love you more than the world, so that I will love you more than I love my own life, so that I will love you in a stronger way where my love for you would overpower my fear or my self-preservation mode or my desire for convenience. God, help me endure to the end and help me to cross that threshold into the place where I love you more than I love me. And I can't get there, Lord, if you don't help me. None of us can. So we are coming to you right now and we are saying, Lord, deposit your love, the love that you have for us, inside of us for you. Why do I say that? Because he loved us more than his own life. And that's what he's calling us to do as well. He already did it. If you want to learn how to be good at something, you find somebody that was already good at that and you find out, you, you learn from them, you follow them. Well, let me tell you what, he is asking us, he is challenging us, he is charging us to love him in a way that he has already conquered it. He loved us so much. He gave his life for us. He loved us more than his own life. And now he can empower us to love him more than we love our own lives. That's where it's at, ladies. It's not popular and it's not fun. But if we can ever get to that place, all fear will be gone. Perfect love casts out all fear. When we reach the place of our love for him, exceeding our fear, then fear has no hold on us anymore. And that's what God has called us to do. Love him with all of our heart, all of our soul, and all of our might. And there is no room for selfishness and there is no room for fear. Thank you, ladies. Father, thank you. Thank you for where you're leading us to. We're not wanting to take the broad path. We're willing to take the narrow path. Help us to love you more than we even love ourselves. In Jesus' name, amen. All right, ladies, I love you. Have a wonderful night. And I will plan to see y'all on Monday. 
I believe Brittany McIntyre has tomorrow's uh, fight time. So we will, oh, 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 October 1st. October 1st is registration time. We are opening up the fight time 2023 conference. Um, registration, October 1st. There are perks for registering early. You get $5 off your, excuse me, you get $5 off your USB. You get $5 off your t-shirt. So go to ccoet.org, Fight Time Conference on October the 1st. And also, I believe we put you in a, in a drawing. So there are perks for registering early. We are so excited. 